Hello, everyone. Welcome to the most recent episode. I mean, technically, it's the most recent if you're listening to it when it was released. But but if you're listening to this on the year 2056, yes, we have to warn you. What do we have to warn them about, Matt? Uh, Tom DeLonge was right about everything. Oh, my God. He was right about everything. The Yed? Yeah. He was right about everything, and this podcast is the only thing that remains of the human race, and this is what they're interpreting. Right, 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 right. So So they're fucked. They're super fucked. Super fucked. Sorry, 2056 people. You guys are fucked. We just want to let you know. (laughs) All hail Tom DeLonge. (laughs) All hail Tom DeLonge. Unless you're plus 44, who's like a, uh, a rebel. Right. You know? You might have a chance. Okay. Well, welcome everybody to the, hey the worst music you've ever heard. The podcast where we dissect, dissect, and deconstruct, and talk about what people think is really bad music. And yeah, just like classically considered bad music, yeah. especially through internet standards nowadays. Yes. And um, but a place where everyone's happy and nobody ever argues. I, right. I know that. Well. Every the YouTube comment section is oh, oh so it's wonderful. A treat. It's it's great. You have yeah. so many intelligent individuals writing thoughtful comments. Right. Right, you know. Yeah. But um, exactly. listen, listen. I, <laughs> I've been thinking about this. I've been thinking about two things. Okay. Two things. One. Well, one thing. I came. Uh, a friend showed me this, and it came upon me that I had to share this in the show. Okay. But the first thing I want to ask you. So yesterday I was driving. I got a sweet pair of shades okay. in the car. Yep. Mind you, they were free. Okay. Probably worth a dollar. I put them on. You know, it's sunny. You know, I don't... My eyes. I don't want... You know. I'm driving. And I was like, you know what? This is a great time to listen to Sunglasses at Night. Okay. Mr. Uh, Corey Hart. Right. And as I'm driving, I realize it's not nighttime. Right. Am I going to be arrested? Is there some sort of international law? Um, I actually, I actually am an expert on this because okay. I was pulled over and I got a speeding ticket last night. Oh right, uh, which I assumed by no means is this anywhere quantifiable to what happened. Right, to you. no, no, no. I mean, I assumed that in Southern California, we're just like the autobahn. You were just free to go as fast as you wanted, right? Whatever consequences may be. So I'm kind of an expert in the situation, right? And I think you're going to be arrested. I think I have to turn you in. You think so? Is it going to be like a like a Kafka Kafka esque, where like I just keep going back to check on my case and nobody like nothing happens. No, or... you will be arrested and you will be killed. Oh God! Uh, so we're gonna have to record a shitload of episodes after this. So we have a lot in the pipeline. Yeah, I think I only have like thirty days left before they arrest me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so we should introduce ourselves, which this... is something that we forget to do. Yes. Um, my name is Jesse Marquez. Yeah. My name is Matt Callahan. And um, if you're just catching us now, like we said, we dissect bad music. Yeah. We just have a good time for it, you know? And uh, Oh, I mean, you have a good time. I I fucking hate this. Are you... I mean, if we're being honest right now, <laughs> I muted you on Twitter. Yeah. I just... I, I, yeah. I wanted to follow you, but I just felt like... Right. At Matt's Callahan. At Matt's Callahan. I felt like your content was just not... I wasn't feeling it. Right. But I, I did want to follow you just out of respect. Sure. Thank <laughs> you. You know? Uh, you know, I just... It's just all trash. Everything's trash. Right, right. Speaking of, of trash, um, today's topic. Trashy. But before we get into it, I have one more thing to share okay. with you. Okay, yeah, please. So I came across a, um, on this on the internet. My friend was telling me about it. It has nothing to do with music whatsoever. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> There's a place in Los Angeles called Jumbo's Clown Room. Okay. <laughs> have you heard of this place? No. And what do you think it is, Matt? Um, on the ons- 
I sounds like it sounds like some kind of club that you people would go to and then they never come back from. Possibility. Yeah. Possible Twilight Zone. Or maybe some kind of like euphemism for like some kind of weird sex thing. Well, you're close. Okay. On both accounts. Oh, good. Born in 1970, the legend Jumbo's Clown Room continues to grow. Pole dancing, rock and roll, one mission, clown around. Whoa. And here's the thing. it's There's no nudity from what I, um, my understanding is. And they have rules. Okay? And one of my favorite rules that I was reading is rule number nine. Little bar. Look, it's not stripper Costco. It's an intimate atmosphere where everyone hangs out and has fun. What? Alternatively, you won't find cookie cutter strippers here. More are, most are classically trained dancers with tats, piercings, whip smarts, silver tongues. Listen, I just don't want to feel like I'm going to enter an establishment where there's cookie cutter strippers. No, 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 no. That's baloney. Absolutely not. And it's not, but it's just not some Costco where you can just go pick them up. Right. It's not in bulk. Yeah, I'll take Debbie, I'll take Mackenzie, you know. No. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they're white. They're um, right. <laughs> uh, you know, so it's. I just. I think we got to go to Jumbo's clown room. We have just for research purposes, yes. of course. Because listen, if they're not up to code with that Costco shit, <laughs> no, they shouldn't no. be talking. <laughs> no, excuse me, this building isn't up to code. Oh no, that's a McKenzie. No, 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 that's a Costco <laughs> shit. No, get her out of here. Oh man, but and you said it's also a rock and roll club. It's also a rock and roll club. Um, yeah, I got my start. Uh, I was playing down. I remember me, uh, me and Axel, the boys. Me and the boys used to play down at the Viper Room, and then the place that eventually became Cantor's Deli. Uh, <laughs> uh, had some had a good pastrami there last week, but um, I think Jumbo's Clown Room was probably the most influential venue of the time. Didn't you get an STD from there? Um, I actually received several sexually transmitted <laughs> diseases there. Um, that's when they were referring to it was a Costco. Uh, strippers. Uh, it was, it was the STDs a, were a bundle. In, was in was in bulk, correct? Like mayonnaise. <laughs> um, so you know, I mean, I want to thank you first of all, Dave Grohl, for having me on this program. Sonic Highways is a <laughs> tremendous program. Great documentary. Uh, anyway, you guys mind if I vape in here? Yeah, yeah man, go ahead. We love it. We love vaping. What is, is so, it going to set on fire? I think we should go to the clown room and then report back for the next episode. Yeah, we should. We we. <laughs> <laughs> I, I will. I will let you guys know what happens and see if we, you know, contract anything or, <laughs> or we get lost in a time warp right. in the 1970s where you never get out. The hair, the hair is ugly. Yeah, and the pants are just like you go, like we go back in time and it's like deep purple is there and I'll just. It's like a quantum leap situation. <laughs> oh, okay. But okay. you're like fat, bald, and ugly. Right. The whole time. So we like leapt into. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. Like a, oh shit! I'm a middle-aged man. <laughs> like a like a. Even sadder, Paul Giamatti. Great. Yeah. It's like Cake Boss, but like 30 years in the future. Right. Huge shout out to Paul Giamatti. But you Giamatti, can actually arrest him this he, time. He listens. You. Oh, he's a fan. Giamatti, yeah. Oh, I also want to take uh, give a shout out to one of our sponsors right now. Please. Um, I want to give a shout out to uh, Mumford & Son Shoes. I want to give a shout out to Mumford as well. Um, Mumford & Son has a really great deal right now. If you type in the worst at music, at, if you type in Munford and Sons shoes slash yep. at, worst, at worst music ever, you're going to get some discounted shoes. They're made out of brittle. 
Yeah. So uh, line with newspapers as well. The funny papers, Archie. Right. Archie Comics. Archie Comics, which by the way I love Riverdale. Oh, I'm just gonna say are we that. Riverdale watch? Riverdale twenty seventeen. Dude, twenty seventeen <laughs> Riverdale. If you're not watching it, listeners, what are you doing? So real quick, I have to ask right, before okay. we get into our topic, we've got ten minutes we have discussed it. Um <laughs> I wanna ask so is this like Archie? Yeah. Where everyone's like grown up, but they're all like sexy teens and they're all like banging each other, but there's also some murder? Yes, it is exactly right. Archie has a six-pack, dude. Whoa, I never saw that in the comics. No, I, it was hidden under all that um, molasses. Yeah. Whatever, I don't know. Yeah. And then um, Jughead has a, still has the same stupid hat okay. that he has. In the, and then Betty... But is, wait, is Jughead also like super ripped? No. Oh. He's, he's the kid from Sweet Life with Zack and Cody. Right. He's super skinny and his nipples look really weird. Oh, okay. <laughs> Got it. Riverdale or Nipple Town. And ni- nipple Town, aka Nipple it's the Town. Anthology it's show. actually pretty good. Okay. But I will say it's it's a progressive show for what setting it placed it on. Okay. And I, th- I don't remember the character's name. Betty and one of the characters is Hispanic. Okay. And, and I love her to death. Okay. She's- so do you think someone read an Archie comic and they're like, I'm going to CW this. I'm going to CW. I feel like there's so many moments where that happens, you know, just at the CW office. Right. You know? Here's what I think. I think they came up with, I think the, the original creator read Archie, based the whole thing off of Archie. When he went into the pitch meeting at CW, right. he did not tell them that it was influenced by Archie at all. He did not talk about it. So like, this character, Jughead, that's kind of a funny name, isn't it? Right. Are you are you married to that name, Jughead? The execs are like shaking their head. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Oh, all right. I'll take your word for it on this one. I think this is going to be a big hit. And then they get sued. <laughs> and then you have it's it's funny though because they don't actually post that until the end of the oh, really? until the like on very very small letters okay. based on the Archie comic books. Yeah, based on Archie, Archie, Archie. Anyways, let's actually <laughs> move on. It's. I feel like it's been an insightful sort of introduction to yeah, it more than... I think it's a really roundabout way that I think really ties in with our topic today, which is Creed. Creed. government. Yes. Yeah, not a fan. We're going to get to that, but not here's, a fan of the... Here's <laughs> one pattern that I'm starting to notice. Okay. A lot of individuals who we've talked about in the show, who are within the show, you know, we, it's bad music. <laughs> within the canon of the show. Within the canon of the show. Hate the government. Yeah, a lot of these guys have a real bad time with the IRS. I don't know what's going um, on. Like Axl Rose, right. Scott Stapp. That time we had Wesley Snipes on for the interview. Oh, he was great. He yeah. tried to stab me because he's like, you <laughs> got to stop making jokes about me. Yeah, he was <laughs> really upset. He was really mad. Yeah, Passenger 47. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, he was really upset. That was a good interview. That was a, that was a fun uh, one. Yeah, I agree. You know, they have a, they have a lot of trouble. Um, I feel like another pattern that we talk about here is a lot of post-grunge bands. Right. We talk about Nickelback. We talk about Creed. Which we have to go back to Nickelback pretty soon. We, I think we're going to have to. You know, because um, the fans want it. The fans demand They're it. twittering me with their Twitter fingers. Yeah. Tweet, 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 Nickelback. <laughs> Hashtag Nickelback comes yeah. back. I think I think those might be Russian bots. Oh, fuck. It's, I think they could also be Canadian bots paid by Chad Kroger to, so he can get some proof to file a litigation <laughs> against us. Pursue litigation. I mean, what else is he doing with his time besides pursuing our small podcast? <laughs> yeah, our small podcast. He's like, yeah, I'm going to really change the internet's mind by getting this small podcast down. <laughs> I'm going to sue him. No, Henry. No. You keep twittering away. <laughs> He's like really mad. Uh, so let's talk about Creed. And let's talk about, you know. Sp- well, let's see. What do we know about Creed by, before okay, jumping into right. this? Okay, you know? so right off the bat. When I think of Creed, I think of 
Uh, those guys were everywhere, first of all. Mm, mm, uh, mm. I think of my sacrifice, but I think of Scott Stapp's voice. Right. Which I think that's like... Haunting. It's... it's, <laughs> it's... That's like the barometer. Yeah, everybody has like a post-grunge. They make fun of like... Even bleeds into Dave <coughs> Matthews. Yeah. It kind of bleeds into... I feel in. like... My sacrifice. I feel like Dave, Dave Matthews had a more softer tone to him. Yeah. Yeah. You know. I, I agree. It's like that warbly post-grunge thing like after Kurt Cobain died rock and roll got kind of bad yeah except yeah. for the Foo Fighters you know mm-hmm. it was like a tough time mm. uh, we're, we, we were just getting by you know? yeah we were just all getting by I was very upset about uh, Creed's rise to prominence as, a, as an 8 year old I mean why wouldn't you what else are you wearing about uh, that so I <laughs> think about his voice I don't know what about you like when you hear that, I think about that too I think about I can't believe it's not this cause all those <laughs> All his songs were on there. All of Creed's songs were on there. Yeah. I can't believe it's not volume eight. <laughs> I just, you know, I also think of a... Uh, oh, Black Pleather. I think about that. Think right. About that. Tackiness, for yeah. sure. Yes. I think about long hair, mm-hmm. greasy, yep. blowjobs for some reason. Oh, yeah. We're going to get there. <laughs> oh, we're going to get there, my friend. Uh, so they, they come up in 93 mm. from Tallahassee, Florida. Oh, uh, Scott Stapp and Mark Tremonti, who are like the songwriters behind the band. He's right. the guitarist, and Scott Stapp's the vocalist. Now, they originally were named Naked Toddler. Which really sounds like a department store at the mall. Right. Where oh, you... have you been to Naked Toddler? Oh, yeah. I just bought this cute little um, underwear bag. Yeah, I got my, my newborn a romper. Oh. And she Male or female? Just... I prefer not to say. Okay. But she just... Oh, I did it. Oh, well, you I fucked up. <laughs> You're done. Undercover, anyway, undercover boss. Long story over. short, she just blew it apart. Oh my god! What well, is naked toddler? Uh, so they were naked toddler, and then they changed to Creed, which, which is, you know, is a giant like <laughs> it's a big one eighty, a one eighty, you know, and it's just like, hey, you know what? I'm tired of being compared to a, a, a naked newborn. Yeah. How about we change to Creed? So like, we're gonna get in. Uh, we're gonna get into them specifically musically, but I feel like people project what they want Creed to be on the Creed. You think because so? some people have called them a heavy metal band and some people have called them like a hard rock band and then some people think they're a Christian band. They are projecting a lot. On, yeah. You know, someone's just projecting I feel on bad Creed. for Creed. You know what I'm oh, saying? We're like, not there yet. You know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but just, you know, having so much pressure to be everything. Yeah. You know? Um, so, you know, they're writing, they're writing, they're coming up, they're doing venue stuff little venues mm. uh, so they record a debut album called My Own Prison mm-hmm. this is in 94 Wind Up Records yes Wind Up Records uh, so like I guess 14 labels or so heard this record and they passed and Wind Up Wind Up was like I gotta get these guys on the payroll I just wanna I, I wish I was like a, a fly on the wall mm-hmm. to just just to see what happened I, w- I would wanna see Scott Stapp's face right you know did he like punch him he's like I love you thank you so much probably you know yeah. cause he's a little loony um, so the album, like, they put it out, and it barely didn't, like, have any MTV or not too much radio play in the beginning, and it kind of, like, blew up, and Creed was Rock Artist of the Year. Like, it happened very Really? Quick. Yeah. I think, in part, and this was early 90s, but mm-hmm. I think in part has to do with, um, I'm sorry, not early 90s, um, Well, I guess, I guess, yeah, they were kind of, like, in 97, My Own Prison came out, it was, like... In a form, and then they remixed it. And right, right, right. Redid it a couple times. I just feel like this is kind of like maybe the maybe America's was America's ready to like just 
latch onto something. Okay. You know? You know what I'm saying? It's a desperate time. Desperate time, desperate measures, and his voice is so like iconic as far as like what you were talking about, like yeah. a staple for like a grunge it's sound. It's like it's what I think about when I make fun of grunge bands or like post grunge bands. I feel like especially how late it is, you know, ninety yeah. seven. That's like, you're pushing it, buddy. It's like, you know, I always feel like I have a singer that I associate with a particular genre that almost like, I, whenever I think of like indie music, I think of Ben Gibbard. Ben Gibbard or, no, just Ben Gibbard. Yeah, like that high. Yeah. 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 Kind of like silent. Follow you into the dark. Uh, so this album, it's huge. I mean, mm-hmm. which is kind of crazy to think about. The le- the lyrical leanings are very like theological. Right. So this is where I think Creed being a Christian oh, I see. comes from yeah, yeah, in yeah. their name, Creed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, which I mean, probably... It's- did them a lot of favors in record sales too people bought i I mean i don't doubt it so you know why Uh, not so this is like four big hit songs on it um so you're gonna have to fill me in on this one because this is the one i didn't get to listen to i mean you know i mean it all sounds the same it all sounds was that it all sounds the same Uh, well i'm sorry all of this creed albums sound the same what are you saying about scott Stapp? uh they all sound the same Mm -hmm. and i don't know if that's a product of scott Stapp's voice the writing oh, style. Yeah, I mean, you know, I mean, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. I guess not. I mean, but this is a classic ACDC situation. You know, they had a formula, and they just spit it out. And right. I think this is what's going, out, going on with uh, Creed. Does that formula o- always work? Uh, I don't know. You know, I mean, I don't have a problem with it. I understand that, you know, that's the sound people want to hear. That's the sound they like to hear. Yeah. It reminds me of just, like, not this album per se, but it is you know the rest of his the rest of the Creed's discography. It reminds me of just like nineties, and yeah. some of these were like two thousand, late two thousand too. Yeah, as well, I feel like we get to that. I mean, because they're big, but they're gonna get even bigger. Mm. Uh, so they've done this. They start touring. Everything's going fine. Uh, so two years later, they come out with Human Clay. Can I just yeah. say, despite the fact that. <laughs> Despite the fact that they got bigger mm-hmm. as far as like a band, they obviously didn't hire better artists for any of these fucking albums. No, horrendous. I, th- uh, I know the first one was done by uh, Mark Tremonti, the guitarist's brother. Really? But uh, I'm not sure about the other ones. See, I'm always curious to see like. It was taken for a photography. It was the photo was taken uh. by his brother. Who did Human Clay? I'm curious about that. You know. Uh, the art on Human Clay is kind of creepy. What's that Queen album? You know what I'm talking about? With like a big man on it? It's like a Night at the Opera or something. No, it's not. I'm going to look it up. Not that specifically, but uh, it's got a big creepy face on it. You know. Oh. You know what um, I'm talking about? No. Are you talking about this one? Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't remember the album it's from, but it's got a big creepy face. And it's very concerning. I feel like that's kind of like this. Oh, what the clay man? Yeah, yeah, of course. It's the clay man. Wait, 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 wait. Let's not let's not specify clay person. Okay, you know that's fair. But um, I mean, you know, human clay. Now, here's the thing. Here's the thing. I listened to this. Mm-hmm. I started from the latest album they came out with, which was um, what was uh, it? Um, Full Circle. Yes. And then I went uh, Weathered, and then I finally went to Human Clay. Mm-hmm. Now here's where they got the big bangers. Here's where they have. Yep. Uh, this is the arena. This is the arena tunes. The with arms right open and higher, right next to each other. You know, I can't even imagine how much money they made just <laughs> off those two. Like that's that's insane. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And like, 
I mean, with Arms Wide Open won the Grammy for Best Rock Song in 2001. Really? I mean, yeah. Yeah. You know? I mean, listen, I think if I have a guilty pleasure in all of this, it's going to be higher, for sure. It's just... Yeah. It's just like, say what you will about Scott Stapp, Creed in general. Right. Um, I guess I didn't really under, didn't really fully grasp the concept of how absolutely enormous Creed really was. Yeah, like, right? they've sold so many records. Yeah. So, which begs, which, the, I, <laughs> which begs later on questions. Yeah, questions later I've got on. some big questions. Yeah. Um, but the human clay is like so huge; it's kind of crazy. Positive, positive reviews, obviously, um, and like the lyrical content is a little bit more broad. It's not so much like theological influence, but I think spirituality is a big a part of Scott Sapp's. Oh yeah, metaphors is what he says. Spirituality. Yeah, it's you know, it's a, it's a thing. Yeah. Um, so during this time, the relationships start to get a little rocky. Really. Um, Why is it always a sophomore album? Ah, dude, I, don't know. I feel like there's a, there's a thing to that. They get really big, and they're mm-hmm. like, you know what? I'm going to sue you. It's the sophomore slump. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so relationships start to be a problem. So the bassist is Brian Marshall, uh-huh. uh, and he becomes uh, an alcoholic, and <laughs> basically he's just drinking too much. It's not good. Then has to beat up the guitarist. Right. Yeah. So he uh, he threatens to beat up the guitarist, uh, Tremonti. <laughs> Uh, he starts missing like rehearsals or just kind of PR stuff. He's not showing up, um, and then uh, he berates Stapp verbally, uh, in person as well as online. So this is like pre-Twitter, right? So he's like, wow, you know, barking at them online. So they replace him on the mm-hmm. tour for the album. Really? Yeah. Um, so they tried to get him to go to rehab. He wasn't having it. Um, he went in to go like make his own band or something. He also, Brian Marshall also said that like Eddie Vedder was shit. Wow. Uh, on on a radio interview, and said Scott Stapp is better, and Eddie Vedder can't write a hook, that kind of thing. Oh my God, dude. And then everybody else was like, okay, but you're no thanks. Listen, you know what's going on here. <clears throat> I'm so glad you brought this to my attention. Okay. I'm an expert in this, just now, and. Uh, Here's here's what's going on with the uh, with the guitarist or with the bassist. Mm-hmm. Um, in 1999, mm-hmm. you know how they had that whole like oh clock reset 2000. Sure. He was affected. Really? Yeah, he I was affected. Yeah, you know, he got Y2K. He, well, he he did, and somehow it just like rewired his brain to be an asshole. You know who would know more about this? Right. Who? Tom DeLonge. Oh, DeLonge, where are you? Yeah. He would know a lot about that. He would know so much about that. But, um, yeah, dude, seriously, though. like, Yeah, I mean, like, you know, he just got too much. Here's the thing, dude. I just feel like if you're part of a band that's successful as fuck as these guys are, apparently, mm-hmm. why would you go and fuck it up? Uh, you know, you know. I just don't get that. It's I, hard. If, if you were paid $2 million a year, would you say a single damn word? I'll do anything. Right. I mean, you know. Wow, there's like no pause. Nope. Okay, let's not go in that dark road. <laughs> I need oh, God. Um, so they kick him out. They kick Brian Marshall out, or he leaves. Either way, right. he's gone. So they get a touring bassist in, um, and you know that's that's like the first that's the first fracture. Revolving door. Yeah. So the third album, they start to record Weathered, which is right. the third album. I like what you wrote here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> my sacrifice. Yeah. But uh, like, that's great. Yeah, thank you so much. My sacrifice. 
<laughs> yeah. I am older. Um, you know, yeah. So uh, Tremonti played the bass. Like, he recorded the studio tracks on bass to kind of keep everything in, oh, really? in the family. Yeah. Wow, look at that. He needed bass, so he didn't, they didn't have to worry about it. a family man. Uh, formally replacing Brian Marshall. Uh, which is actually a, kind of a nice gesture. Yeah, the it guy is. That left. It really is. Obviously, on not nice terms. Um, so this album was at number one for eight weeks, which shares a record with the Beatles. Wow. Yeah. And this was in two thousand one, so yep. a few years after. Wow. Yep. Wow. Wow. People were really hungry for this. Yeah, Jesus. I mean. But here's the thing. It sounds the same. Yeah, they all. I mean, they all sound and the same. Here's it's, here's what I love about it because this is my favorite piece of artwork so far on Weathered. It just looks like some kid who who wanted to make you look stupid on Photoshop did it. Okay. There's just a bunch of faces on this thing. Yeah, I mean, you know, Creed's. <laughs> ooh, it is rough. You guys gotta look at the Weathered uh, yeah. album art because it, it is rough. It really looks like a kid who's just trying to make fun of you on Photoshop. <laughs> post your your face on a tree. Um, it's very Microsoft Painty. A, a lot, you know, a lot of album art yeah. from the late nineties is is like that. I mean, our Smash Mouth episode. You know, just to say that they tried is such a damn understatement because they <laughs> did it. They did not try whatsoever. Yeah. This is by no means like you're making millions of dollars. You know, like why get a better artist guy? I mean, I get it. It's part of the style, but I don't know. Yeah, I'm. You know, so let's talk about Creed's aesthetic real quick. Their music videos, especially, um, even seeing some of their music videos from the late '90s and the ones released within the last ten years. You know, their their reunion in '09 and '10 and right, stuff. Right, right. It looks the same. It's like it's, what, yeah. Why don't you why don't you tell me what you've seen <laughs> in their videos? I feel like, I feel like, you know, it's a classic uh, Smash Mouth situation. Okay, where they just don't grow out of anything it right. literally looks like they're stuck in the 90s and listen there was what was the video for 2009 oh i can't remember the title of it when uh, he's falling one <laughs> you guys have to watch that video by the way yeah. i forgot the name of the song but it literally looks like it's 2009 and their latest video the song for one last breath mm-hmm. the quality of it looks like the first game on PlayStation 1. It looks so yeah, fucking bad. Is that, is that Overcome? Is that the track? No, I thought it was One Last Breath. No? I don't know. I think it... I don't know. I don't know, but it literally, it literally looks the same. It's like they hired the same production company to produce the same quality thing well, for mean, more money and less of the quality. Okay. You oh, know? I'm glad those guys are getting work. Yeah, seriously. They, they've been out, out of it for a while, <laughs> so I'm so glad they continued on. Um... Yeah, I mean... You gotta wonder, because, like... They're wearing the same pleather outfits. Right. They didn't wash them. They haven't washed them. <laughs> no, 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 no. You can't wash those. Those are gold, baby. But here's here's the thing. You specifically have to, like... You know, just like you're looking at an Instagram filter. No, not that one. You specifically have to ask for an aesthetic. Yeah. Like, what would that aesthetic be called? Um... Uh, post-apocalypse trash. Uh, yeah, I would call it post-apocalyptic green screen... <laughs> Um, Number fifty, like some kind of weird uh, Stephen King, Odd World fantasy future. Yeah, you know, but <laughs> I don't know. It just, uh, it, it, I just feel like if you're gonna come out with an album, what eight years later? Yeah, like pick up the quality, yeah. or at least do something different. I just don't feel like Creed has ever been too much of a fan of non-green screen because yeah. the reality is scary. <laughs> That's why. 
So yeah, um, you know, I don't know. But I mean, the 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 videos are always pretty much the same. Is where they're just kind of playing the tune and and then the world is. Oh, there's stuff where like the one wait, where, what is he doing? There's one where he fell off. He like I've jumped. Fucking off the cliff. love that one so much. We'll tweet out a link to this for sure. <laughs> it's, it's just like. It's just a. Yeah. I, I, it's like face first, and then he survives. Yeah. Which is a reference to um, T.I. Uh, yeah, a suicide attempt that Scott Stapp apparently tried to do. We're going to get there. Yeah, we'll get there. Um, so during this time, uh, the relationships for the rest of the band members start breaking down, particularly mm. uh, Tremonti and um, Scott Stapp. Scott Stapp, I guess, was in a car accident, uh, and they had to cancel some dates on the tour. Um, so in response, he was so in pain and he became an alcoholic and he became addicted to pain meds. Oh, so here's my question really quick to break up the flow. Sorry about that. You flow <laughs> so sick. So, so good. Um, here's my question though. Mm-hmm. Have you heard of that story, uh, where a guy gets like a pole shoved through like half of his brain and in con- the consequence of that was that his personality changed. I'm wondering like. Well, let's not give Scott Scott Stapp too much credit, but I'm wondering if because of that car crash, I'm wondering if that like that produced some sort of change in right. his sort of like demeanor, as it were. Yeah, I think so for sure. I'm, I mean, you know, he sounds the same. Yeah, but, he does. Uh, yeah, he definitely. And they they talk about later on his with his with his uh, I think his most recent wife uh, his troubles with bipolar disorder. So you know, but head trauma can you know mess you up. Yeah. So uh, here's it's, it's potential. It's possible. Here's my question to you. Mm-hmm. I feel like the fans want me to ask you. I feel like um, keep getting so many emails about it. Um, who would you rather fight? Okay, Scott Stapp or Marshall, the bassist. Ooh, because they're both fucking nuts. Yeah, I mean, oh boy, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> Stapp is a tough. Okay, one. and he, but you, you get a helper. Oh, I get somebody him. like a tag team. You get the lead singer from Weezer. I get Rivers Cuomo? Jesus. Yeah, That's not even fair. Super fucked. Yeah. I mean, it's probably got to be stacked. Maybe, maybe he can mellow them out. Do, 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 do. Um, yeah, I mean, Stapp. Rivers Cuomo can't fight for shit. Look at him. <laughs> Look at me. I can't fight for shit. That's not true. If you've never <laughs> seen Matt, he is ripped. Yes. Ripped, I tell you. Yes. Good. Good. Tell the audience. I will definitely be tweeting a picture of my abs. Yes. Real. Real abs. Um, it's probably going to be Scott Stapp. Really? Yeah, you know. Um, <laughs> I just feel, I feel like... like I'm worried about him not eating. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, no, no, no. He's fully fed. I mean, I still might be Stapp because he looks kind of thin, you know? <laughs> but I don't know how tall he is. He could be gangly. Yeah, that's true. I feel like he'll like... He'll like... Um, canary you with his voice okay and yeah he'll like oh oh shit he's singing at me yeah ah, i'm out i'm out i'm fucked rivers tag in tag in tag in Ooh, oh. you're not helping <laughs> take those glasses off in that japanese obsession oh god that's um, deep thank you i'm a huge weezer fan actually yeah i, I know i completely favorite, one of my favorite records i completely ever. forgot about um about his japanese obsession oh yeah well he's you know he's an otaku weeaboo that's for sure I'm sorry, what, a what? An otaku, and I believe the more colloquial term is a weeaboo. Weeaboo. Yeah. Uh, which, there's nothing wrong with that. Right. I'm not here to jump <coughs> anybody's jaw. You guys heard it first. We are condemning nope. otakus. <laughs> nope, nope, not at all. <laughs> nope. 
<laughs> oh boy, that's the soundbite. I just like. I just like. <laughs> that's the soundbite. I'm definitely gonna cut out. I just like. <laughs> we're talking about Creed, but we're fucking in Weezer Town. I'm here to talk about Creed. Okay, thank you very much. Okay, sorry. <laughs> booked, the only studio time I booked is for Creed. Oh, you have to pay for this place? <laughs> I'm paying for this what? place. I'm sorry. Uh, so, in, in December 29th, 2002, Staff is supposed to show up for the show. Uh, he shows up, but he's apparently so intoxicated that he can't sing, or he's so medicated that he, he can't go on, and it's just unintelligible. <clears throat> and some bunch of people sued him. <laughs> for you know, People for, who bought tickets, or the owners, presumably, of the venue? Uh, I don't know. But people who bought tickets, I believe. Yeah. And, you know, it was a whole thing, and he got taken to court, and he said it didn't happen like that. Uh, he said he was intoxicated, but he wasn't incoherent was his statement. So, you know. What would you what would you say? Do you think he was intoxicated? Probably, yeah. Incoherent? Probably, yeah. <laughs> In the right venue? Probably, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. What if he showed up at, like... <laughs> oh, people's house? Yeah. He's, like, in an old woman's house. Who's ready here? Like it's a bunch of like old older folks, and they're like, "When's Glenn Campbell coming out?" Is that Frank Sinatra? He looks weird. Margaret, I've told you Frank Sinatra's been dead for thirty-five years. Shut up, Betty. <laughs> God, what has this show become? <laughs> um, uh, so, so after that, right. after the tour ends, uh, they are pretty much done. They don't say anything for a whole year. Right. But and Scott Stapp goes to do solo stuff. Which, which we're not going to talk about yeah. too much, but uh, he, but he released the Great Divide in two thousand five. Um, so they kind of go off and do their own stuff, which I feel like is a very you know unceremonial way to end things for. Apparently, it was one of the biggest bands in the whole world for almost like I kinda, eight or nine years. I kind of want to know like I want I want to be like a I wanted to be a, a Creed fan when that happened to see just like what my reaction would have been or at least known known of one right. you know what i'm saying yeah oh man i'm sure it would have been super you know what though uh, i just kind of a bit of a tangent i was actually sad for one day okay and i know you have a story about this as well when blink 182 broke up i was in middle school it was early warning and my friend told me about it and i was like really bummed out oh and then we went to his house and anyway <clears throat> and uh you, yours is REM. Yeah, mine's REM. Uh, not that, you know, they're an older band from the 80s, so it's not like they didn't get their time in. I was just sad I would never get to see them, which... You can use a time time traveling machine. Right. We have one somewhere here, I think. Yeah, I think we have one in the studio. Yeah. Uh, and that might be the Quantum Leap machine. Oh, snap. So we cannot get them we, we, No, 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 no. We gotta be careful with that. Uh, so, in between... Let's talk about the in-betweener. Right. Uh, which is mostly, you know, uh, Tremonti and I think Marshall are... are some of the other guys form a new band. You know, we're not going to talk about that because it's not Creed. Right. So in between the two, in the reunion and the, the first breakup. Uh, so like in 2002, I guess this is before. This is really just a list of Scott Stapp's legal troubles. It's um, <laughs> really what this boils down a to. A roster. Uh, in 2002, so he was reckless driving, which kind of lines up with him being into opioids at the time. Okay. Can you, can you play bingo with us? Um, probably, yeah. Uh, so about a year later, this is Creed is over. He's still having a lot of personal problems. Um, he thinks about committing suicide. And he doesn't. He doesn't go through with it. Um, but he was in what he says the throes of prednisone, and he was in 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 a lot of trouble. Um, so he's having a very tough time. Two thousand six, he gets arrested for intoxication. 
So Scott Stapp's right. having a real bad time. 2007, he's uh, charged with a felony assault and domestic violence. God. Yeah, I mean, he's he's having a real tough time. Um, I do want to say real quick, though, on a lighter note, uh, in 1999, a sex tape was filmed of Scott Stapp and Kid <laughs> Rock uh, receiving oral sex from a group of women on a tour bus. That came out in 2006, so seven years later. Um, but in an interview about the 45-minute video, Stapp said he did not believe that oral sex was actual sex, which I don't know he was defending himself to at the time. You gotta wonder. But here's, I think that's just more uh, advocating for public public education and sex ed. Okay. He missed he missed the boat. Right. He obviously didn't know that if... So sex- is it real sex? I mean, it has it right in the name, I guess. I mean, blow and job. I mean, there's work being done, that's for sure. <laughs> okay, that's a good point. So, I mean, but like... Coitus? But like, who... No, cunnilingus. Like, who do you... Who was, like, doing this interview and Scott Stapp was like... They're like, well, what do you, what do you have to say about the, the video that's been released? And he's like, the only thing I have to say... Please. The only thing I have to say... Sir, sir. Yeah, please. The only thing that I have to say is that oral sex is not actual sex. <laughs> Scott Stapp is like the Bill Clinton of the 1990s. Yeah. I did not inhale. I did not. I do not believe that oral sex is actual sex. Good night. And there's a huge campaign about it. Did you see the posters? <laughs> I did see the posters, yeah. Oh, my, my young little that, eyes could not get enough of that. that little costume. Uh, him, and, <laughs> him and Kid Rock have not spoken since the tape came out. I just public. feel like, Which, on, on, a, on a heavier note, this is a, this is a rough opinion, but I'm going to say this. Okay. Kid Rock's a piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we could actually we could yeah. talk about Kid Rock in a future episode. We could. That's not a bad idea. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, I mean, mm-hmm. I don't hate the movie Joe Dirt. So how <laughs> I, I I love Joe Dirt because of Christopher Walken. Christopher Walken. Yeah. And um, who am I thinking about? David Spade. David Spade. His career. Wazas. Why did everyone hate him? I don't. I don't get it. Apparently, he might be difficult to work with. I don't know. Oh, he I might see. be listening, so I don't want to. Oh, hey, David. I know I your wanna... career's on the on the. Hey, David. The slums. I hope you're enjoying the mayor. I think you're in that new, now on fall on ABC. Hey, when's that new uh, Paul Blart movie? Oh wait, I'm sorry. That's not you. Never mind. Sorry. <laughs> Awkward. Um. So. Uh, that but see that's that's intense though that's a lot of things to have in your play yeah that's a lot of things to go down that that we know about at least also who was like uh, have you and Kid Rock spoken since you both got blown on a bus like these are the wrong questions I mean yeah like who the fuck asked that have you guys been keeping tabs post blowjob yeah will you vote for Kid Rock in his Senate campaign <laughs> no yeah <laughs> so. Um, so, uh, getting back to what we were talking about earlier uh, with the video and T.I. Um, so, in, in 2012, I guess Scott Stapp tried to commit suicide again. Right. Uh, he threw, Which, threw himself off a balcony. By the way, just because we're running through this, mm-hmm. just quickly, just for the listeners. Suicide is no joke. No, 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 no. Not, not whatsoever. Yeah. Um, it, is, it is not something to be trifled with. No, 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 no. I mean, you got to wonder, though, too, like... What kind of place was he mentally? Ooh, yeah. You know, especially like, ugh. Yeah, I don't know. It's rough, and you know, I'm glad that I'm glad that it, people are recognizing it more as a as a serious issue, like self harm. Like, right. Um, um, who's that rapper that was at the VMAs? He rapped the song. No, I don't know. Logic. 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 Yeah, he rapped that song about with the suicide hotline number. Nah. A lot of people called and got help. It was really nice. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Oh. 
so Anyways, um, Ti, like he, you know, he. You know he has wings, right? Ti, he's earned them. Yes, he's got wings. Uh, so Scott Sapp tries to commit suicide, and he, he doesn't. Fortunately, complete the job. I guess I would say. Um, so he's lying there, very injured, and Ti happens upon him and like stays with him and saves his life. I guess, which is like you just got a great story. You just got to really think about this contextually. Mm-hmm. The universe wanted this to happen, not in like a, a weird like Scott Snap jumps off a ledge, but just the fact that you have. What are the chances of Scott Stapp and T.I. ever being in the same room in any universe? Yeah, it's kind of weird, You right? know, like, this is just, like, the weirdest thing ever. Like, go Scott Stapp plus T.I. Yeah. I just, I just, that's so weird. Like, you wouldn't think of them in the same, traveling in the same circles? No, not at all. Unless but, they're, like, secret, lo- oh, buddy comedy. Secret oh, best friends. I would watch that. He's got, he is Stapp, he's just T.I. Ba-da-da-da-da-da-da. Oh. Yeah. That's right. It's just called, oh. Um, so that's not the first time that T.I. has saved someone who tried to commit suicide, though. Um, because I guess he also happened upon a man who was threatening to jump off a building, and T.I. talked him down. Oh, he's a so, talker. Dude, so T.I. is the negotiator, man. That oh guy. God. That guy's like I mean, he's, he's had some hits. Yeah. He's had some hits, man. That that dude. That dude's in the right place at the right time. I mean, seriously. Right I feel like if, if I was ever injured for any reason, I want T.I. You want T.I. to be there? Yeah. Okay. If I... My leg's broken? T.I., where are you? Yeah. Uh, Dave Chappelle has this great comedy bit about talking about 9-11. Okay. (laughs) Well, he's talking about 9-11 and how, like, MTV at the time was, like, calling celebrities for their opinion about the disaster. And he's like, why the fuck do I care about fucking Jaw Rule's opinion about (laughs) 9-11? And for me, it's like, if there's a disaster, I want to know what T.I.'s opinion is. Because clearly... Clearly, he's shown such vigor right. and, and inspired such safety. You yeah. know, like Jamie Foxx. Right. Just like ripping people out of cars. He's great. And dude, Jamie, Jamie Foxx is the real deal. Oh, my God. Um, Ain't no go. You know. <laughs> Never mind. Uh, so let's talk about the glorious reunion. Right. That obviously everyone kind of needed. That, yeah. Uh, Apparently. Yeah. So in 2004, Tremonti, the guitarist, said that Creed's never getting back together. This is it, folks. Right. I'm never getting back together. Uh, and then in April of 2009, their website is like, we're back, baby. New tour, new album. It's all good. Uh, Tremonti said, we're all very excited to reconnect with our fans and each other after seven long years. I mean, I think, And he did not expect that. I think the album, at least one of the songs is a hit. Oh, yeah. You know, so I think, do you have the stats for how much it, how much it sold? Sure. Yeah, so Full Circle comes out uh, 2009. Um, and they, they had released the greatest hits, the record label. You know, they're not really a right. part of that. The record label puts together right. greatest hits in 2004. Um, uh, the album cover uh, is like a goblet, you know, like a chalice. Yeah. Uh, like a very religious thing with a bunch of keys hanging off of it. Still very shitty, though. <laughs> Much better. Okay. But yeah. still very shitty. I mean, you know, uh, it debuted at number two on the Billboard 200. It sold, it sold a bunch. Hmm. Um, you know, it's a little darker. You gotta wonder if like this band stayed healthy internally. Right. Gotta wonder how long they would have been able to do this. Oh yeah. Like just from an outsider's perspective, and just like listening to all of this, like to me it just sounds all the same. Yeah. And here's here's one of my things. I think I don't know if it was in this album. I think it was a previous album. The previous album from Weathered. He has a song named Lullaby. Mm-hmm. I think if I'm right. Yes. 
and the instrumentals are they're calm, they're somber, and then all of a sudden, Scott Stapp's, Stapp's voice comes out, and I'm just like, mm, yeah, that's not gonna put me to sleep. It's gonna give me nightmares. It's polarizing. Yeah. So I mean, I just, ugh, I don't know. What do you think? What do you think so far? I mean, what do you think of the this last album? Um, full circle, like the most yeah. recent one. Um, it's definitely like darker lyrically. You know, oh, yeah. like oh, I mean, I mean they've, they've had dark, their troubles. Yeah, of course, more than to... more than their fair share of troubles. You know, this one got mixed reviews from the critics, as opposed to some other ones which have gotten some pretty positive reviews. But I feel like a time had passed that everyone was like, "Oh, Creed's so shitty." Right. You know, right. like we all. It's fun to shit all over Creed and right. Nickelback. Like I don't expect Nickelback to get positive <laughs> critical reviews ever again for what they released because of the the perpetual just shit wheel jerk. Yeah, they call it. Oh. That's a that's an official term. Yeah, that's that's scientific. Okay. Um, so um, so full circle comes out in two thousand nine. People didn't really expect it. They they go on a nice tour. I mean, it's their first album in eight years. So full circle is a fun title. Yeah, you know, it's a fun one. It, makes it does sense. sound like a circle jerk. I'm sorry. Yeah. Right. I mean, you know, uh, a thousand faces. I listened to it. I was mm-hmm. like, nah, it sounds a thousand faces sounds like bread. Bread of shame. It's yeah. It's not like old Creed. Yeah, it's just like oh, this all kind of sounds the same. Even if they had evolved, I guess by getting older, you know, it's just I don't know. I mean, some bands, you know, they have a formula like I was telling you about it, and they just run for it, run with it for years. But you know, just sometimes you don't want you don't always want pizza, baby. Right. Maybe you want a burger. Um. So their tour for this album, they called the 2010 tour, and tickets were sold at 10 bucks and 20 bucks. That's wow. it. Like to combat. Ticketmaster and Scalper bots and wow. rising resale, rising ticket prices. So not so, good for Creed. No, but it's pretty right on of them. Right. Wow. You know, I hope they're fiscally well. Well, we're getting there. Yeah. So that's pretty much it as far as their discography is concerned. Yeah, that's that's last Four album. big albums. They they are allegedly we're working on a fifth and. They had to fight Tremonti again and stab. No surprise. Yeah. They, they couldn't get it together together. You know, the relationship broke down. You know, they disagreed on where the band wanted to go, creative mm, direction. Mm, mm. So, you know. So where is Scott Stapp now? So the most, I guess the most recent thing we've heard from Stapp is he released that video. Right. Uh, which I guess. Which, like, if you knew nothing of him, it's kind of sad, but then you realize... You know, yeah, it's about like how he is bankrupt and somebody embezzled his money, and he's like, he said he was homeless and he was begging for a good lawyer, a good honest lawyer. Right? Yeah, someone who's ready to go and fight all the way, all the way, whatever that means. Um, so it's super weird. I don't know, like, because that's it, it is kind of concerning. It is. That was like a year or two ago. Wasn't yeah. That not long ago. And he says he's living in a hotel and he didn't have money for food. And That sucks. Yeah. But here's my question. How much of what he's saying is actually true? You know, you know. it's tough to say. I mean... I mean, I feel like, you know, I'm thinking about the Batman quote, but applied to music. Remember the Dark Knight? Yep. You either <clears throat> live okay. long enough... Yeah, it's the same thing with music. You either li- die young, or you live long enough to see yourself become the shitty internet meme. I prob in this day and age, yes. <laughs> yeah. um, and even so, even if you do die young, 
you probably don't have a good chance of not being a bad meme. Right. I mean, especially Creed. Um, so, you know, uh, so in, in leading up to that video, his, his wife uh, filed for divorce, and then he had posted that video that he was homeless and poverty, so... But then his wife and him got back together, and she said that Scott has bipolar disorder, which... That's no joke. Yeah, so, you know, they finally... They said they finally had an answer for, for what ailed him, I guess, for probably his whole life. Yeah, that's... I'm, like... It's so weird trying to have, like, serious moments, because, like, but, like, this is really making me think, like... No, I, I genuinely... Yeah, I genuinely you know, feel for the guy. Because, like, that must be hard. Yeah. But, you know, because you don't know what to what certain extent he, he can actually control himself. Right. You know, but... Um, um, so, I guess, you know, everybody, you know, they're not together anymore. Right. They're, not, they're all doing their own thing. I feel thing. like even if they come out with something else, like, who the... I mean, no offense, but who's going to listen? I don't know. Some people... Well, I'll some people... Full circle. Some people that was will. Ten years ago. Eight or nine but years I just ago. feel like... I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. So, what do you, what do you think about Creed as a band? Um... That's a big question. Yeah, it is big. I mean, I've always thought of Creed kind of as like the joke. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like they're the joke post grunge band. The only yeah. song I ever remember was "Wild Wild Old Pound." Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah. You know, like it's very easy to make fun of. I mean, I don't. I guess changed from what I thought five years ago. I don't hate any of it anymore. Yeah, but it's you know, it's not. I don't think it's palpable. Good. Yeah. It's catchy though. There's some guilty pleasures. Like there, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. There's some guilty pleasures. But if you're like bumping this, has a regular kind of like a, you know, just what whatever you normally listen to, right? It's just not gonna work. Um, I I feel like I know I know all the hooks in my head. You know what I mean? Yeah, you know right. What I mean? Like, and that's part of the joke. Good, good for them. Right. Like you know, they had some good hooks. I could sing higher for you. Right. I could sing you know my sacrifice, which is. You could also Maybe see. just from radio play. Right, right. and Or from, I can't believe it, this volume eight right now. Yeah, the absorbent mind of a child. <laughs> so, yeah, that was Naked Toddler, I mean. Yeah, yeah, Naked Toddler did pretty okay. Yeah, they didn't do too bad. Uh, you know, so, I don't know, Do you? what do you think of Creed? Like, I think what I've always thought of Creed is just, you know, like, even jumping into more of... Like, here's the thing, when we do this show... We see the more human, human humanistic side. Uh, of yeah, it's not so easy to just so shit all over someone up. when you know they have problems. Because you just think they're a bunch of giant assholes. Yeah, you know. But then I'm like, wow, these people are actually people too. Yeah, it's weird. How dare they? Hey, hey! Anyone who wanted to listen to this show and just hear us shit all over some what you think are bad musicians, those are people too. Yeah. Okay. Anyways, Creed. Uh, so, <laughs> anyway, um, so would you like if Creed came up to shuffle? You put the entire Spotify catalog on shuffle somehow okay and creed has come on what do you do i have two options yes you can skip or listen i can jump out of my car oh, okay and then somehow my car will be in flames yes let's drive into the 55 to the 54 that's the wrong reference um <laughs> or i could listen to it mm-hmm. it depends it would depend. It depend on the mood, right? It depend on the mood, but also it would depend on the song. I don't think I would stray away from the hitters, the smash hits. Yeah. If it, if anything non-smash hit came on, I'd just be like, I don't want to listen to this. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I want to listen to this, the juicy, easy to listen to. Like, the radio has killed it over and over again. Stuff. Yeah. You know. You know. I mean, record sales are not obviously what they once were. Right. In a way. 
Um, because back then, if I just wanted to listen to My Sacrifice, I had to buy the whole damn album. Yeah, which in a way, there's a, there's, there's a sort of nuance to that. Right. Because you're not just getting, like, I feel bad for artists nowadays because they're just so, like, um, codified with their signal. I right. say signal. Single. And I feel like back then, you kind of got a taste of everything right. the band had and to And then you can pick and choose. Right. Yeah. Which, you know, you have your benefits, too, but I'm just like, it must be super tough yeah. to be a band in general a musician in general you know so I don't know yeah mm-hmm. well but you know but that's Creed that's Creed my sacrifice yes dun 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 I wanna be uh, oh, that's is, that, what, is that Creed? no oh okay that's what I thought about okay uh, the Beatles oh yeah yeah cause the way you're singing it right yeah <laughs> I'm not doing a good impression no no I think it's pretty good. Uh, I think that's about it. I that's that, pretty much it. I think it. that wraps us up for this this ep of Creed. The ep of Creed. Um, well, guys, this has been Jesse. Yeah. Um, real quick, I want to say follow yeah. uh, follow us on Twitter. Right. Follow us on Twitter at Worst Music Ever. Worst Music Ever. Follow us on Facebook at the Worst Music You've Ever Heard. Yes. Uh, follow us on Instagram page. as mm-hmm. well. At Worst Music Ever. At right? Worst Music Ever. It is updated so constantly. You have no uh, idea. If uh, you want to drop us an email and advice. Yeah. something oh first of all on itunes you can find us on soundcloud but if you listen right. on itunes please leave us a rate and review right seriously itunes soundcloud and eventually in the future i'm sure we'll switch to something else yeah uh, um, so we're coming at you on all mediums if you want to drop us an email with a question or if or, you want to knock on our door that's yeah. totally cool i might call the cops <laughs> um at uh our gmail is the worst music you've ever heard at gmail.com right it's a uh, long one and I want to thank Kevin McLeod, who does our intro and outro music. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, really Which good. Which is something that I forgot to do for 13 or 14 episodes. Wow. So. Oh, we, yes. He is not the worst music ever. No, he's good the intro greatest and outro music. music. Can we just give a, a, a few moments of silence for Kevin? Do-do, do-do-do, do-do-do-do.